And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Cinema Shot. I apologize for the last two weeks of nothingness, but schedule conflicts happen and things happen. But joining me is the leader of Task Force, Task Force Tekken, Tyler. I tried. I tried, and it, it didn't sound good, but I tried. So does that make you the leader of Task Force uh, SF in that case? Yes, I am leader of uh, Task Force Special Forces, yes. <laughs> All right. I was going for the Street Fighter angle, but okay. Either way works. <laughs> Alright, everybody, it is now time for another chapter of the exciting DC Animated Cinematic Universe. This time with the Suicide Squad. No, we're not reviewing either the Dave Aver 2016 version or the recently released The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. This is the uh, original animated movie Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Yeah, that's one hell of a title right there. Exactly. So before we break it down, uh, before we break it down, let's break it down. This is Suicide Squad Hell to Pay is directed by Sam Liu with written by Alan Burnett. Uh, and of course it's based on the Suicide Squad series created by John Ostrander. Produced by Sam Liu, uh, starring Christian Slater as Floyd Floyd Lawton, Floyd Floyd Lawton, Deadshot, Christian Slater, no, Christian Slater as Floyd Lawton, Billy Brown as Bronze Tiger, Liam McIntyre as Owen Mercer, uh, Kristen Va- Von Brower Stratton as who is she playing? Good lord, good lord, who is she playing? It doesn't say. Oh, Killer Frost. Oh, Killer they- Frost. Gideon Emery as Copperhead, and Tara Strong as Harley Quinn, and Vanessa Williams as Amanda Waller. Also starring, Tyler, do you want to introduce who our, who our special guest is for, for this episode? I think I know who you're talking about. Let me find it here. There it is. Yeah. C. Thomas Howell as Eobar Thawne, or Professor Zoom. Or exactly. Zoom is back, and trust me, he plays an integral role into this movie. Uh, also starring um, uh, Greg Gunberg as Dr. Fate, <laughs> funny, uh, funny enough. Uh, Dania Ramirez as Scandal Savage. Um, and James Urnbanik as Professor Pig. And uh, we even get a couple of other cameos. And Matthew Mercer as Savage Gunman. Um, uh, it doesn't say who's playing the villain, though. Uh, who's playing our, well, one of many villains. Um, oh, hold on. I have the voice cast right here. I am dumb. I am very dumb. Uh, Jim Peary is playing Vandal Savage, who's not listed. Because uh, Vandal Savage is kind of a, a reveal. Alright, so Tyler, you had you had no idea about this movie beforehand, did you? Um, not this one in particular. I was only familiar with the first Suicide Squad movie that came out in most recently the most recent one that came out on uh, HBO Max. So you've never even but seen the A or cut the 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 twenty sixteen version, correct? I have not. Okay. So, uh, those of you who don't know, and you're joining us for the first time, uh, the Suicide Squad's basically a, uh, a task force led by Amanda Waller, a.k.a. The Wall, and she is basically capturing super criminals and implanting bombs in them to basically do the work of the United States government for the sake of the country, and yeah, that's pretty much Task Force X, a.k.a. The Suicide Squad. 
probably could have picked a better name. Probably, but you know. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and go over the story real quick. Um, we sort of get into like I guess like a pre uh, like a prologue part where we're joined by Deadshot, Count Vertigal, Jewel B, and there's another I guess her boyfriend whose name I didn't catch. Did you catch your boyfriend's name? Um, uh, I did not. He just looks like a regular jester dude. Yeah, jester man. We're gonna call him jester man. Um, so yeah, they are on a, uh, on a train mission. It's a very exciting opening, honestly. Um, uh, by the way, this movie is rated R. Oh yes, most stuff. And you're gonna see it in more ways than just the violence. Uh, but it's rated R, and they're pretty much tasked by Amanda Waller to, uh, uh, basically, I guess take out this particular... Uh, crime lord who I can't, I can't uh, Tobias Tobias Whale uh, apparently they've been trying to get him yeah, take out Whale and find a flash drive full of her nudes exactly um, so uh, <laughs> yeah and in the process you kind of get the the gist of the Suicide Squad you get you learn very early on this movie is going to be very very violent um, one of them I think I think uh, Jewel B slices a dude's neck and like you just see the the blood just spray out it's it's pretty crazy. Um. Uh. So Count Vertigo, he his ability. If you watched Arrow, you might have seen Count Vertigo. He can basically alter. He causes. Don't make me go vertigo. You know, like the U two song. Um. Uh. He apparently distorts like everything around you. Um. I don't know what Julie's power was. I don't know. I think she was just like she could just fight really well. Uh, I didn't get it since she had powers. Um. Yeah, she just has a jewel that cuts people. There you go. That's that. That's a hey. It's a gimmick and it works. Uh, but it turns out uh, um, Julie and her boyfriend they were gonna you know they they're all happy happy. And shortly after, um, oh Punch, his name is Punch. Oh, I guess he's Punchline. Okay, Punch. Okay, that's oh, that's funny. He gets killed by Julie. Mid, like I guess as they about to drive. So it's pretty much a double cross. Get ready for that shit, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Yep. Where Julie... They're supervillains, after all. Exactly. Uh, Julie and Count Vertigo basically say, we're going to take this data, we're going to copy it, we're going to give Waller the original one, but we're going to keep this one for ourselves, and then, you know, pretty much they're going to go live happily ever after. And much to uh, uh, Floyd, Lawton's, uh, Floyd Lawton's chagrin and Amanda Waller, Amanda Waller knows, and I guess she had a bug implanted on all, either all of them or Waller or, or or Deadshot. It's not really clear, but she can hear it on uh, the... Uh, Deadshot is pretty much speaking to uh, her via comm uh, inside his ear. He always has a Bluetooth thing inside his right ear to okay. speak with her. By the way, good Bluetooth to be able to... in on everything. Exactly. Good Bluetooth to be able to keep up with that distance. Um, and pretty much reveals that, uh, like, I know, like... Amanda Waller knows. Like, she knows that you're going to betray her and pretty much detonates Vertigo's uh, uh, bomb, killing him brutally. Like, you see the head explode. Ever see Fist of North Star? That's what that's like. Yeah, you see the head explode, and it's so shocking to see in a DC movie. It really is shocking. Um, and then, of course, Julie is begging for her life. Like, no, Vertigo made me do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, he she doesn't get exploded. Um, Lawton shoots her, I think, right? Yeah, Deadshot uh, shoots her. Yeah, so Deadshot shoots her, and that's pretty much like kind of the genesis. Like, flo- like there's not. Would you say Deadshot's the main character of this movie? 
Um, yes and no. Like, he's pretty much, I would say probably one of the anchors. Right. But there is one other guy that kind of takes precedence, and we don't really get that until, like, the very end. Exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, but Floyd, 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 Floyd uh, Deadshot, I'm just gonna call him Deadshot. Deadshot is our initial anchor. So, of course, uh, Floyd goes back to jail, um, to work for Amanda Waller, uh, and then in the process, we learn that Amanda Waller has been diagnosed with, I, they didn't, I don't, I wanna say cancer, but I think she's been diagnosed as terminally ill. Uh, she's going to die. Yes. And basically, of course, we live in the magical world of the DC the DC universe. So there's always a get out of get out of jail free card. In this case, literally a get out of jail a get out of, well not get out of jail get out of hell free card. So words are words are hard. Hey man, uh, we've already established that apocalypse exists. I'm pretty sure hell is also a concept that is completely real. Exactly. So it's so basically Waller uh, knows she's dying, and she wants to get this uh, get out of hell free card because she's Amanda Waller. She has killed. She has aided in killing probably so many people. Done hot. She's done horrible shit. If you've even seen the two Suicide Squad movies. Or seen her appearances in, in like the Justice League Unlimited show. She's not a good person. Uh, even though that's not the same person, the idea is still the same. Amanda Waller ain't nobody to fuck with. Yeah. So uh, she assembles a team, uh, and out of this team we get uh, Deadshot, who's presumably the leader. Harley Quinn, because uh, it was weird, because uh, Harley Quinn is voiced by Terry Strong, but there's somebody else who I associate with Harley, so it was weird for me. To hear Tara Strong as Harley, she was the original Harley, wasn't she? Uh, no, it was a different actress That's uh, at first okay. for uh, the uh, animated series in Arkham Asylum, that... and then uh, Arkham City onwards. It's been Tara Strong. That's who. Okay, I'm thinking of that original actress. I apologize. So yeah, ter- um, yeah, it's Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Killer Frost, Copperhead, and Bronze Tiger are pretty much tasked with uh, basically going finding. This uh, jail out of free card, um, kind of a very a very unique uh, group of people, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's a pretty versatile, out there kind of group of near duels. Yeah, so like Captain Boomerang, of course, if you've seen the Suicide Squad movies, he can shoot. He can basically he has deadly boomerangs, uh, and he can pretty much always hit you with them. Um, Killer Frost, of course, ice powers. We kind of get a little bit of their origin. She pretty much in Cold Blood, she. Her parents, I guess, are, were really abusive to her. She freezes them as her powers are developing them. And instead of, like, walking away, she gets the ice or the fire picker and smashes her parents' frozen state into pieces, therefore killing them because they ain't coming back from that. Um, uh, yeah, pretty dark. Copperhead is apparently... Um, there's different versions of Copperhead, but this version seems to be, like, he's basically modifying his body uh, to basically be a cobra snake. He has, like, fangs built in. He has a tail. Like, he's full... He's basically living the gimmick of being a snake. He's basically a reptile from Mortal Kombat. He even shoots the acid out of his mouth. Yes, he does. Um, through little guns. He got that shit installed. That surgery had to have been painful. Um, and then Bronze Tiger is our relative... Uh, he's our martial artist for the team. He's, he's our... He's not our conscience... 
Uh, but he is a person, I think they said, he doesn't kill innocents, so he's basically a conscience for the team. Yeah, he's pretty much the not Batman of the team. Yeah, he's and he's considered like to be one of the best martial artists uh, on that. And so, meanwhile, we also have a B plot, um, and, uh, and and I think there's technically there's technically three plots. So we have the Suicide Squad, and they're all tasked with going after this uh, card. It all revolves around this card. So after it's either before or after, so I might be confusing events. Uh, we're in, we're at seemingly a, a theater, uh, surgery theater, as he calls it, with Professor Pig. Do you, have you heard of Professor Pig? I have not. Okay. This is the first I've heard of this guy. He's in Arkham uh, Arkham Knight. He's in Arkham Knight. He's a very disturbing character. Let's just let's just uh, okay. yeah. I don't know if you got that vibe from him when you when you watched this. Yeah, I kind of got that. Uh... Honestly, I think the toy maker from uh, the second Batman movie we watched was a bit creepier. The guy voiced by Weird Al. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, trust me, go look up clips of him in Arkham Knight. He's he's not well. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So uh, and he's seemingly doing construction sur- surgery to Two Face. He's like, you know what? Fuck he's this. Trying to make him one face. Exactly. Fuck this Harvey Dent guy. I. I, man, if this is the Harley Quinn show, it would have been like, Two-Face, baby, you're ruining your gimmick. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> but he, Harvey base, and it's a, it's a cameo, really. Too. It's just like, oh shit, Two-Face is here. Two-Face effectively wants to get rid of the Harvey Dent side of, like, effectively, I guess, through blunt force trauma. Because that, that, I guess that'll work. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, it's broken up by who we don't know at the time. But it's uh, by uh, Scandal Savage, and I don't know if we get um, uh, the, his her girlfriend's name, but she's an apocalyptic warrior. What, what was it? Uh, her name is Knockout, according to the Wikipedia article. Knockout. Okay, cool. Oh, you're right. I have the cast right here. I am dumb. Knockout. Played by Sissy Jones. Uh, okay, so Knockout. We don't know who they are yet, um, and they're pretty much there to basically procure... Professor Pig to help with something that we'll find out later, and so Waller assembles and Waller assembles a team uh, of the of the Suicide Squad. But she's basically saying, "I can't technically have y'all be doing this." So guess what, Tyler? What are they going? What are the Tyler? Are the Suicides going to be riding in A, a stealth jet, B, a stealth boat, C, an RV, or D, a stealth tank? Which one are they riding in, my buddy? Uh, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go with C, though. Final answer. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, the Suicide Squad are stuck to literally an RV. It's a this is a road trip movie. Um, and there and so a Waller doesn't and and basically the the idea is that we can't have you on the books. Uh, we can't have we need to um, you need to be uh. Stealthy. We can't have any record that you're working for me right now for this mission. Because I guess because it's personal? Yeah, I would say so. Like, anyone finding out about this card's existence would definitely compromise their chances of victory. Right. And shortly after that, uh, we uh, learn, we meet up with Silver Banshee, who I've always liked her her look uh, with, the, with the face paint. 
and her associate blockbuster who we don't know in his name later but he's just the muscle character uh there and they seem to they capture they're talking with this scientist guy who you see in planting the bombs of this into this uh new suicide squad and lo and behold you hear a very familiar voice uh come up and ask about like you know basically what waller knows and it's eobard thon professor professor zoom uh it was me, Barry. Yes, it was me. Um, he is he is back, uh, and he seemingly knows about this get out, he, he knows about this get a hell free card, and you're wondering, well, why does why does Thawne want that? He's a speedster. He theoretically could live forever, and we're gonna find that out later. Um, but the Suicide Squad are on their way to Missouri, of all places. And actually, I like that about this movie is that in most of these movies that we've done. Um, it is very much like in big cities, huge metropolises, right? Here, we're literally backboning across the country in, in very some like... Yeah. Like, we, there's one point where there's, we're in a cabin. Like, the most fancy it gets is when we're fighting on top of a penthouse. Like, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so, they learn there's a guy by the name of Steel Maxim working in this small town in Missouri. And they're basically going to go find him and get him what he knows and i love when they walk into the uh into the into the stripper joint and it's a and you it's a male stripper joint um exotic dancers so like you know it's 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 i I found that refreshing honestly and a little bit shocked that they would actually do that because most of the time it's the other way around yeah yeah it's pretty rare to see something like that in a movie like Probably the closest we get is Magic Mike, which they do reference in this movie. Exactly, of course you gotta reference Magic. You either re- reference Magic Magic Mike or the the full the full Python or something. I think there's like a British movie that's like about male strippers. Um, so they they pretty much are go- like looking for him, and they like, oh fuck it, we don't we don't know what this guy looks like. Well, we don't we don't know anything about him, and until all-, all we know is that he has the original art for Monster Reborn on his ass. Exactly, and so out comes <laughs> that's very pudding. Um, out comes the Pharaoh, and he gets like this whole entrance and starts tw- literally starts twerking, and it's it's him, and it, like that's the guy who they're looking for. By the way, this is voiced by Greg Gunberg, who I you might recognize from Heroes and many other things. Um, and so they, uh, it becomes a fight. I think, um, Blockbuster and Silver Banshee show up and we, we got a fight in the strip club, which I didn't think we would see in any of these movies. Yeah, it's, DC is definitely out there when it comes to its, uh, fight scene locales. It's, it's crazy. Luckily they get out of the way, they get out of harm's way and they we get a nice little exposition scene where we learn okay who the fuck are you and why the fuck do you know about this card and we get like a whole breakdown that this motherfucker Tyler do you want to reveal who this motherfucker was this motherfucker's Dr. Fate yeah. of all people he was Dr. Fate <laughs> he, um he um he was Dr. Fate and so like we get like apparently like he was just chosen randomly and, like, he thought he saw a god, but he wasn't sure if it was, like, which religion, which I found funny. And he just became, you know, basically the equivalent to Doctor Strange of, of the DC Universe. And, uh, but he's still, like, a party animal. And there's, like, a moment where, like, he's, like, hooking up. Like, he, he fights Silver Banshee for the first time. And he's, like, like, they hooked up, which they, like, they don't show anything. But, like, yeah, they did it. 
Um, and Harley Quinn's like, oh yeah. my god, they did it. Um, and then he learns in in there in the, in this exposition scene, we learn about the get out of hell free card. And like basically, if you are holding this card while you're dying, you automatically bypass hell and you go straight to heaven. Pretty pretty amazing stuff. So we learn that um, Doctor Fate, this Doctor Fate. Um, Steel Maxim, because I don't think we get like a real name for him. He he basically invites what we, we know as Scandal Savage and Knockout to basically have a threesome, or at least assume have a threesome. Fight breaks out. We actually really get a nice small fight sequence where um, Doctor Fate, like you get to see inside the tower, and like he runs upside, like how strange everything is, and. Uh, Ultimately, they steal uh, the uh, the card. Um, no, they don't. Um, they do? Yeah, they take the card. Yeah, they take the card. And so because of that... Um, because of that, they... Uh, God kicks him out. Yeah, the Nabu kicks him out. And he's like, yeah, how can he kick him out? I'm, look, I'm so hot. So we now know who has the card. Uh, Vandal Savage. Now the question is, what does Vandal Savage want with the card uh vandal savage is an immortal being and uh what does he want with professor pig okay uh shortly after um we get um i think they're even there at some point they're chased by uh they're found out by reverse flash blockbuster and uh and banshee and this is where things get interesting um reverse flash is running at them and there's a and and they try to escape via the RV, right? And we've seen how fast Reverse Flash is. We know how fast he is. Um, yeah. He tries running after the RV, and Lawton ma- uh, Deadshot makes the comment like uh, he's going he's going too slow. Uh, if, if he wanted to, he you know we would all be uh, we would all be dead right now inside this RV. So like something's going on with with Reverse Flash. Yeah, he's not as fast as he used to be. Right. So, um, pretty much uh, because of that, uh, then that leads us to them finding out that um, where uh, Scandal and and Knockout are hiding. And we go to, I think they're in Las Vegas, right? Or it's like some some thing. Some big big town. I don't remember exactly what city it was, but I always thought it was... Probably New Orleans. Oh, it was New Orleans. There you go. Thank you. And so it pretty much we get like a cool penthouse showdown where um, we get the Suicide Squad on one side and against Scandal Savage and Ma- a Knockout on one side over positions of the card and seemingly going fine until Vandal Savage's own goons show up. Like he has his own fucking paramilitary group starts shooting up the place. And unfortunately, that causes um, – that causes uh, – uh, knockout to be killed by uh, or or put on death's door rather by uh, by her goon by Vandal Savage's goons and this is where we're introduced to him for the first time Immortal Caveman Man exactly and so it, be, it at this point this is, I like this moment in the movie because it becomes a game of chicken it like because Floyd uh, Deadshot has the card and it's like you shoot me now I'm gonna take the card. And I'm gonna die. And even if you only wound me, my buddies here are gonna make sure to kill me, so I go to heaven. And you can't use the card anymore. So it's pretty much some like you're 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 bluffing. 
and it's pretty much uh, stalling until they get to the elevator where uh, Copperhead is hi- has been hiding from uh, since the gunfire started and basically sprays acid onto the cables so they can make a timely escape. Clever, clever. Exactly. So, um, but uh, of course, um, they they act, so now they have the card. Um, you know, they have they, the the Suicide Squad does have the card in their possession. Um, no, he gives it to uh, Vandal Savage. Oh, that's um, as as a part. That's right, right. Safety. Yeah, they have the card and like, as a way to get out of there. Like, and so Waller's like pissed. I'm like, you fucking, you kidding me? You gave away my get out of hell free card. It's so so ridiculous to say. Um. And Walt, uh, uh, Deadshot's pissed. Uh, he's pretty much pissed at himself. He's pissed at Waller. And what does what does our good boy Floyd do? He pretty much goes off on a huff to go see his daughter. Yeah. So like, and it's like an odd tangent because it doesn't take too long, but it also feels like, like I guess, I guess this is the point where like we're supposed to care about him because like he's a family man. And then we get the most try-hard teenager or little kid I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, Floyd comes in. This fucking child. Yeah, Floyd comes in, you know, in a trench coat. He's like, oh my god, who are you? He's like, oh, you must be her dad. Um, Zoe, you must be Zoe's dad. He goes, you have your guns? He opens up his his jacket. It's like, cool. I play a lot of FPSs, you know. Uh, and she fucking has, like, the edgiest name in, 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 uh, whatever first person shooter she's playing. Um, Pussy Slayer sixty nine. Yeah, exactly. And she starts. She gets out a fucking pack of cigarettes and starts smoking the cigarette. I'm like, who are you, are you? Just trying, like, like when, like that's a try hard right there. When you have like knowingly the hardened criminal in front of you, like, yeah, okay, gotta act tough. I got some weed if you want. I'm gonna. All right, well, I'm up. Might as well wake. I might as well wake and bake. I'm like, just okay, okay, small child. Just gonna smoke some weed right now. But she did offer him some weed, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, at least she's considerate. Exactly. So, uh, Deadshot thinks he sees her, Zoe, this, uh, she starts running away, and then he just gets jumped by two random junkies, of course, you know how that, that, how that ends, fucking gets knocked out, uh, but unfortunately, another person attacks him, and it's not a junkie, it's Bronze Tiger, who's pretty much coming in to, like, bring the leash in. Yeah, he's pretty much the the fuck you doing. Uh, your daughter isn't part of the mission, bruh. Exactly. He's like, you got to stay on mission. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. So, and and this is where we get Bronze Tiger's uh, backstory, and basically that he actually worked for the League of Assassins. Once again, they make their fucking appearance in this in this uh, series of movies that we've been doing. They never go away. They won't. Trust me, they won't. Um, and uh, we uh, we learned that his wife was killed. And Tyler, do you want to say who fucking killed his wife? It was Deathstroke. Yeah, it was fucking like fucking Deathstroke. You son of a bitch did it again. Um, of course he did. And so yeah, and this is pretty much like where he like uh, like he becomes like the the character that we know um, as Bronze Tiger, or at least like the character that we see in the movie. Uh, shortly after, we get a hilarious scene where they're driving. And they they stop at a I think it's a diner or I think it was called Steakies or or Squeezies or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a gas station diner yeah. kind of place well, in the middle of Buffalo. Exactly on your way from Austin to El Paso, there's like maybe five of them within twenty miles of each other, um, or more depending on what you're at a particular part of the drive. 
and uh, you know, I just love the idea that like, these costume vigilantes or villains are just gonna walk in um, into this bar. It is a great moment where um, Copperhead is like, there's this old man, you know, maybe in the seventies, eating this ice cream. And he just, Copperhead just hisses at him. And he, Copperhead does this a lot anytime he sees a normal person just, and they get, people get freaked the fuck out. Hey man, it's a snake man. You'd be surprised too. Exactly. And he drops his poor ice cream cone. I thought um, Copperhead was going to eat the ice cream cone, but he's not that much of a set. I did too. Yeah. He's, and I, it looked like he was going to, but he doesn't. Um, so the, the, the Suicide Squad, most of them go get, you know, breakfast or whatever time it is. Killer Frost is gonna go. Hey, I gotta use the restroom. And <laughs> fucking Harley Quinn with the uh, the the night the line of the movie. I bet she. I bet she. Uh, I bet she pees icicles or something like that. Um, which is great. That's a great line. And it is though. It does make you wonder if she actually does. No, I think she can control. I would hope she can control. That'd be very, that's very painful. Uh, that would be very yeah. very very painful. Um, so uh, we then uh, learn that. Uh, Killer Frost is attacked in the bathroom by Banshee and Blockbuster, and she's knocked the fuck out. She gets her head plastered on that sink, which I'm surprised the sink didn't break, but damn, I felt that concussion. Um, it's like that scene in The Matrix where uh, Morpheus gets his uh, head caved in into the urinal. Exactly. So, um, we then, uh, so basically, they kidnap her. Uh, Deadshot tries to chase after them in the RV, uh, but they get away. Um, so, uh, next thing we know, uh, I think the RV breaks down or they sh- or I think, uh, Flash, the- Yeah, the RV breaks down and the rest of the Suicide Squad guys commandeer a bus. Exactly. Uh, cause of course that's what you gotta do. Is the bus an upgrade or a downgrade from the RV? I think that's a downgrade. Probably. Uh, and s- like at least there's space in the Winnebago to do stuff. In a bus, you really don't have that much leg room. Exactly. So we're into this remote cabin in the middle of nowhere. I guess yeah, it's a cabin. You call it a cabin, um, house, whatever, prairie house, uh, where Killer Frost comes awake and pretty much ta- Thon tells her the story. So you you like uh, Reverse Flash? So I'll let you tell you like what exactly is going on because we didn't talk about it, but there's a moment. Where um, after Vandal Savage was escaping, uh, he tried so hard, and then blood started coming from his head from a very familiar gunshot wound. Uh, that we uh, that... yep. So uh, Tyler, I'm gonna let you break it down. What is how is Reverse Flash even here, and why does he want this get out of hell free card? Uh, basically, uh, he used the last of, uh, his, uh, willpower and a bit of the speed force to, uh, pretty much, uh, destabilize the wound, uh, while the bullet was going through his brain. So, he still has a bit of life left in him, although he can only, he only can prolong his life for so long. Right. And, uh, every time he goes fast, it pretty much takes away a bit of his life. I go fast. What little there I is. I go fast. I die. And that that's that's pretty much it. So yeah, reverse flash is... Li- that's the opposite of the plot of speed. Exactly. So um, yeah, he's, he's slowly dying. Um, and every, and he, he even says like... Uh, I don't know if he says it here or says it later on. But like, 
you know, uh, every time I use my powers, I'm that much closer to death, and everything else feels like water. Um, so he's technically in that moment still in that other universe somehow. That's the weird part, but he, like he's just able to extend it just enough to stand, and like he's pretty much on gas fumes. That's why he's not running super fast, and when he's pretty much straining, and he basically he does his little vibrating hand technique that the Flashes love to do uh, to get the uh, bomb out of. Uh, of uh, Killer Frost's head. And even then, like, you can start to see him sort of, like, phase. It's okay, it's just a cramp. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, so... Too much fap in reverse flash. Exactly. So, um, I knew I shouldn't have fapped. I knew I shouldn't have done that with my with my speed. Now I have less time to live. Damn it! Uh, I knew I shouldn't have thought about Barry in that moment. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh... Killer Frost has pretty much turned... Is pretty much siding with uh bear uh not barry allen it was me barry sided with reverse flash and his team to get the card for i guess for their use for his use um as a result uh manda waller sends finds out okay here's the bomb so she the bomb must be here and they start looking for the bomb and i'm seemingly in a really rash decision uh, amanda waller says if you don't find her within like 30 seconds i'm blowing I'm going to blow, I'm going to blow her bomb, you know, uh, and they're looking, they're looking, Harley Quinn comedically looks into the fridge, I'm like, really, she, she thinks she's in there, I just, what, you know, what, what, you know, she's, she's cold, what does she melt? She's probably Frosty the Snowman, as she says. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, Copperhead is searching underneath the base, the, the base of the house, and there he finds... The explosive, I think it's probably tied to the heater or the radiator or what. It's tied to that. Yeah, it's frozen to the radiator. Yeah, frozen to the radiator. It's, and, of course, Amanda Waller has... Um, She's like, fuck this. I'm blowing this Yeah, shit and, of course, that pretty much blows up the house, causing um, a Bronze Tiger to get horrifically injured and pretty much almost taking out a commission. Um, but, luckily... We now know exact. I can't remember exactly how. I apologize, but we know that where Vandal Savage is located. We found they managed to like to find it, and of course, Barry, or not Barry, Thawne threw that tracker on his plane. So we now know that uh, they he knows exactly where where uh, Vandal Savage is there is at. Yeah, and the only reason the Suicide Squad uh, know of his location is because they got tipped off by. Uh, uh, by his daughter. Oh, Zoe, that's right. There, There's the callback. So, they pretty much... Yeah, basically... Uh, no, you go ahead, you go ahead, buddy. Yeah, the only reason that she uh, rats him out is because uh, her girlfriend is dying, and that's all I wanted to say. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, pretty much sold her, sold that. I mean, like, it pretty much... Um, it pretty, pretty like it, it kind of set itself off like like she of course she's gonna betray her father and it basically becomes um, uh, a big final blowout location and we learn exactly why Professor Pig was recruited uh, to help Vandal Savage and Professor Pig when you when you meet Professor Pig this time he has his brains blown out very similarly to the way Thawne had his uh, brains blown out. It's a really common way to die in these movies. I guess so. And so basically Vandal Savage's whole idea is that like, well, I had Professor Pig 
uh, and do surgery on me to put the card inside me to the point where I guess if you do like try to take it out for him surgically, it would kill him no matter what. So I would die with the card on me. I would go to heaven, and, and he's like, "But you're immortal, you asshole! You don't need it." He's like, "I'm immortal, but not invulnerable." Ha ha! Flammable is the same thing as inflammable. <laughs> English is a crazy language. Um, what is this monkey posh? Exactly. So that's pretty much the idea, uh, and um, it becomes a big brawl of how to like how do we get how does the Suicide Squad get the. Um, the card out of out of Vandal without using it, and of course Aobarthon and Killer Frost and and the other two have to set this show up, and so basically it becomes a three way, almost a three way fight. Uh, not even because Frost uh, pretty much freezes the entire Suicide oh, Squad in place, right. so that uh, Thon pretty much can use his vibrating powers to get the card for out the, without killing for them. the last time. Like that's probably the last bit of powers he gets. Um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty. Co- what do you think of this final section of the movie? Um, there are a lot of twists and turns in this final act. I will say that much. Yeah, double cross upon double cross. Of uh, it's it's crazy. You know, at this part, I almost immediately forgot that all these are super villainous assholes. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's 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 pretty it's pretty great. Um. Thon thinks he has it. He has it, and he's on. Like they're they're about to le- basically leave the compound. Um, and uh, oh, and Savage dies as a, as a result of of Reverse Flash pulling inside of him. So like technically he died, but because he didn't have the card inside of him, um, the card is still in play. Yeah. So um, yeah, and this is where Deadshot learns about the whole like, hey, I'm I'm slowly dying. Um, Killer Frost double crosses both uh, Reverse Flash and Silver Banshee to get the card, I guess, for herself. Uh, but of course, um, Waller's team comes in and just fucking blows them to hell. Uh, so Copperhead and Killer Frost are dead. So that's uh, I think I think Boomerang's still around. I think Boomerang didn't die. Yeah, yeah, Boomerang's still around, and he double crosses the team to get the card for himself. Of course, he does exactly. But then he gets does he. He uh, then he tries to escape, and it's pretty much a battle between him and the Flash, uh, in Reverse Flash, and Reverse Flash pretty much takes him out pretty easily, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, he runs into uh, Bronze Tiger first, that's... who pretty much doesn't buy into his bullshit. Oh, I don't have. Oh, yes, sir. And then that's in Reverse Flash. Yeah, I don't have the card, and you can see him like hide the card in his sleeve. Reverse Flash comes in, proceeds to beat the shit out of him. Um... And then it, it, it eventually, uh, Captain Boomerang is set aside, and it pretty much becomes a fight between um, Bronze Tiger and Reverse Flash. And Bronze Tiger again, he's hurt, he's injured, he can barely do anything, uh, but he's here to basically make a last stand against Reverse Flash. And it's godly one of the most vicious deaths because it is a death that happens with Bronze Tiger, unfortunately. Um. Where yeah, he pretty much whittles him down. Yeah, he, uh, even though Reverse Flash is pretty much crippled at this point. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, like he's like, I'm not even gonna need the amount of time to like. By the time you're, but like he gets a knife and he's like, I'm gonna death by a thousand cuts, but by ten, I'm gonna have the card in my hands and you'll be nothing. And he proceeds to, God, brutally 
like knife him, shank him repeatedly. It's it's not. He does Strider here. He's Ragnarok. Exactly. It's it's not pretty. Um, it is not pretty at all. Um, but of course, Detch like uh, uh, Reverse Flash isn't paying attention, and he and I guess used I guess whatever left of his speed is and shoots um, Reverse Flash right in the same hole that he's been trying to heal from this entire time. Or uh, and then and then he gets blasted all the hell as well too. I think so, right? Um. Oh yeah, I was trying to recall the events. Uh, basically, uh, Reverse Flash was like, "Go ahead and kill me. I got the card, asshole." And then uh, Bronze Tiger cuts, cuts his fingers cuts off and makes him drop. Cuts the card. his fingers off. Then fucking Deadshot shoots him all to hell. Then blasts his head right open. So yeah, Reverse Flash. And then you get the the, the flashback to. Him at Flashpoint, like right before the universe altered, and you see his red evil eyes go out. So yeah, Reverse Flash officially, or at least his version of him is officially dead. Um, oh, fucking, I forgot about. Like I saw this movie yesterday, so uh, some of the details are a little bit uh, uh, unwary, and I was kind of like not. I, I watched it after like a five hour stream, so that maybe that wasn't the best idea. Um, but yeah, and so and now Deadshot is presented with a choice. He has the card. Bronze Tiger is dying. He's, he's as I already said, he's dying. He's going to die. So he's been to the choice. Do I give this card to Waller, my employer, or do I give it to Bronze Tiger, who has proven to be a noble man? Yeah, fuck Waller. Bronze Tiger is much more uh, deserving of this card. Exactly. So Bronze Tiger, uh, Floyd, give I guess puts just puts the card on him. Or I don't. I can't remember if he puts it in his hand or he places it on him. Yeah, he puts it in his hand. And you basically see Bronze Tiger ally to heaven so he can see his wife again. And it's it's really sweet. It's like the nicest moment in this movie filled with villainous assholes. It's refreshing. Yeah, right. So, because of that, um, the card is officially used up. And I assumed the card... Did you assume the card would just disappear when it was used? Yeah, I thought the card would disappear too. Um... And I kind of assume that uh, the card that Deadshot gives Waller is pretty much a proxy. Exactly. So Waller comes in. She doesn't know what happened. She just walks in literally right before Bronze Tiger ascended to heaven. So she didn't see any of that shit. And uh, Deadshot hands her the card. And she goes, it feels cold. And then just not questioning it, Deadshot just says, it's cold world, Waller. And that's it. So Waller buys it that she has her get. Oh, she's in for a root work. Oh, she's in for a rude awakening when she wakes up in hell. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much the Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, oh, and Deadshot reunites with his daughter at the end, and he gets a happy ending too. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the Suicide Squad. Tyler, what did what did you think of this movie? This really wild as fuck movie. Uh, this was pretty entertaining, honestly. Like. Having a whole group of bad guys is um, pretty satisfying in of itself, um, since we've been spending this entire time in the superhero sort of deal. So um, just seeing all these double crosses and uh, how all the characters kind of work off each other is refreshing. Exactly, yeah. It's it's definitely fun in a different dynamic than, say, the Justice League or even the Teen Titans that we followed, you know? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, very fun. It's like there's some nice callbacks to the other units, like to the bigger world, but it's its own self-contained movie, and it was nice to see Reverse Flash for one last time. Yeah. And we also got one more meme out of this where he's like, Batman shot me. Exactly. <laughs> Batman shot me. <laughs> it was in a different timeline, but yeah, that's that's great. I think the, uh, uh, bear, it was me, Barry. I think that's better, but, um, yeah. yeah, this, this one was pretty good too. Uh, very fun, very fun movie. Like, and I think it's such a tonal shift because the la- last one we watched was very heavy, Heartbreaking. It had its like character moment. This one's just like guns blazing, nudity, well, n- implied nudity, v- drug use, violence, betrayals, all all of it you could think of and more. Yeah. All right. What more can you ask for for a group of supervillains? Okay. All right. Uh, now uh, let's go ahead and go to the ratings board uh, for this one. Tyler, how many gun bullets out of five? How many bullets out of five do you give the Suicide Squad hell to pay? I'll give this three and a half uh, bullet wounds. Uh, I do enjoy um, most of the character dynamics, uh, specifically for uh, uh, Copper Tiger and uh, Deadshot. Uh, but for some of the other ones, like uh, Killer Frost or Copperhead, uh, they aren't that developed. They're kind of just there to go at the paces. Um I do think the dynamic of all these supervillains just constantly double-crossing each other uh, for for basically a trading card is pretty entertaining. And uh, the action's good. Uh, animation is uh, pretty much the same as it's always been. But it's an entertaining ride. Exactly. I'll give, I'll give, I'll, I'll give you three and a half bullets out of five. Very fun road trip movie. Enough character development to I care enough, but... It's not like it's it's not a bad way of caring. I think it's I think it's a really fun movie. Good violence, very fun take. I think they were having fun when they were making this movie. Like let's just, let's just go nuts um, and stuff like that. So very very good. All right, uh, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week, if you thought the death was over, it's not. Next week, uh, so I, I made the decision. This decision next week. We'll be covering the death of Superman. And Superman dies. What? Yeah, I emphasize that because there is a version of this that covers both the death of Superman and the reign of Superman, which is basically its sequ- its follow-up sequel, as one movie. I debated on the idea of doing this as one movie, but I figured for our sake and for like breathability to like let the death in, like like sit for a while and then do the re- do the, do the return of Superman because what a surprise Superman comes back. Um, uh, we'll be doing the death of Superman as a standalone uh, episode and in Reign of Superman. So this is the following. This we're in the final one, two, three, four, five, six. We're in the final six of these movies, people. It's almost over. So we have next week we have Death of the Superman coming up. Then Constantine, City of Demons. That's important because Constantine plays a big role in the final uh, movie. Then we have Reign of Superman. We get one more Batman movie with Batman Hush. Um, so there's that. Wonder Woman gets her own standalone movie with Wonder Woman Bloodlines. And then finally, it all ends with Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Nice. So there you go. 
Tyler, please tell the beautiful people where they can follow you. Uh, any of the people, not just the beautiful ones, can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sHatTy. Also check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games. I am currently in the process of uh, editing my next one after uh, months of deliberation. So, yeah, that's fun. Alright, and you can follow me at Twitter.com slash MarvelousSeeky for all things related to the Marvelous one. And, uh, of course, I stream live on Twitch four times a week at twitch.tv says Iggy2814. Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at 6 p.m. Starting at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and we're currently gearing up for Halloween month, so that's going to be fun. I already have my games planned. And, uh, of course, please go to Sharkshot.com for all the content, including the very show to listen to, which is Cinema Shot. You can listen to our flagship show, Charge Shot. You can listen to the show that Tyler and I did before this, which was Atomic Shot, watching and reviewing every single Godzilla movie. And then, also, you can check out the watch-longs that me and do, that we do, including the wrestling watch-longs and stuff like that. It's all there for you at Chartshot.com. And, of course, all these are available on your three different feeds on your favorite podcast provider. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you all next week for the death of Superman. Until next time, guys, get out of hell for free card, baby. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.